On March 12, 2014 a historic 10-minute video was uploaded to YouTube that acquired over a million hits since then, and that presented and truthfully explained a compendium of video clips which had been uploaded to the web during the 2014 overthrow and replacement of Ukraine's democratically elected president, Viktor Yanukovych, who had been called to the White House right after his 2010 electoral win and was asked by Obama to help to push his country toward joining NATO though all of the opinion polls that had been taken of the Ukrainian public showed that the vast majority of Ukrainians viewed NATO to be their enemy, no friend of Ukraine. Yanukovych said no, and the Obama administration, with the help of Google Corporation, began by no later than 2011 to organize their coup to take down and replace Yanukovych so as to get Ukraine into NATO in order for America to become able to place its missiles only a five-minute striking distance away from Moscow, for a retaliation prohibiting Blitz nuclear first strike attack. During 2003-2009, only around 20% of Ukrainians wanted NATO membership, while around 55% opposed it. In 2010, Gallup found that whereas 17% of Ukrainians considered NATO to mean protection of your country, 40% said it's a threat to your country. Ukrainians predominantly saw NATO as an enemy, not a friend. But after Obama's February 2014 Ukrainian coup, Ukraine's NATO membership would get 53.4% of the votes, one-third of Ukrainians, 33.6%, would oppose it. The 2014 coup in Ukraine was about two things, getting Ukraine into NATO, and seizing Russia's biggest naval base, which ever since 1783 has been in Crimea, which, Crimea, the Soviet dictator had transferred to Ukraine in 1954 while still continuing Crimea as the Soviet Union's biggest naval base. Obama, already by no later than June 2013, was planning to grab that naval base and turn it into yet another U.S. naval base. However, in order to get that coup-installed new regime to last as being a democracy, Obama needed to be sure that Crimea, which had voted 75% for Yanukovych, and that Donbass, which had voted more than 90% for Yanukovych, be ethnically cleansed of those especially favorable toward Russia voters. So, promptly as soon as the Obama-installed government received the reins of power in Ukraine, Ukraine's top generals were replaced by rabidly anti-Russian ones, who planned this ethnic cleansing of those terrorists, in what they call their anti-terrorist operation or auto, in, especially, Donbass. Donbass is the farthest east part of Ukraine's east as shown in slide 26 here, and you can see there that only Crimea was even more anti-US than was Ukraine's east. Donbass was the most pro-Russian part of that east. Those were therefore the two regions where Obama especially needed the ethnic cleansing, the auto, but it also was done in Odessa, and in other Ukrainian cities that had voted heavily for Yanukovych. This would be the democratic way to produce a permanently Nazi-controlled Ukraine. The Obama administration, and the IMF, which the US government controls, were demanding that Ukraine quickly conquer Donbass, and, since the only air power over that region was Ukraine's air force, Ukraine relentlessly bombed Donbass. One of their bombers got shot down, but that was only a minor loss for the US-installed regime. Overall, the bombings caused massive devastation in Donbass. Nonetheless, the US government's hopes for a military conquest of Donbass were not fulfilled, and this got us to the current situation. When, on February 15, 2022, the US government closed its embassy in Kiev and relocated it to Lviv, which is the Ukrainian city that was the most ardently pro-Hitler during World War II, it scrubbed from its computers, and from the web, its correspondences concerning the secret joint U.S.-Ukrainian bioweapons labs that have been built in Ukraine since the Obama coup. Fortunately, at that link, one can find archived versions of those destroyed documents. The U.S. government likewise had established secret Pentagon bioweapons labs in Georgia. The U.S. government not only allows Ukraine to firebomb Donbass, but America's think tanks that have discussed those firebombings have said the Ukrainian government needs to do more of it. 
Ukraine's Nazis also target school buses, so as to kill children, in parts of Ukraine that had voted heavily for Yanukovych. Furthermore, in the more right-wing parts of Ukraine, Nazis are invited into classrooms in order to spread anti-Russia hate and provide literature encouraging the students to join their movement. This was the situation before Russia invaded Ukraine on February 24, 2022.